We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, this is Colin Kelly. You're listening to the Rotoviz Highlight Reel brought to you by Draft and MyBookie. On the Highlight Reel each week, we feature the top articles on rotoviz.com, get an extended insight into the writer's process and findings. For those of you who don't already know, uh, Rotoviz is a sports data and analytics site that publishes over 1,000 articles per year and has a suite of more than 20 proprietary apps. Today on the show, I'm delighted to be joined by one of the, I think, one of the most entertaining guys uh, in the fantasy football industry. But uh, I'm joined by Peter Overset. Uh, Peter, how uh, we're, you know, we're at week twelve now. We're looking back at week eleven. How was your uh, week eleven? Did it go good for you? You know, it, it didn't go good to me. I, I bricked out on DFS. Uh, said goodbye to our high stakes fantasy team, which I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit. I did, you know, had a little uh, better season long luck in a few leagues, but on the whole, no, we're we're on to the Thanksgiving slate to try to rebound here. That's that's the one good thing about DFS when you have uh, one of those weeks where it just does not go to plan. You can quickly rebound and start looking ahead. I I, I didn't have a good week, but um, you know overall it wasn't as bad as it could have been. So uh, season long going good, and uh, then DFS doesn't go good. It's nice at least you usually have one on that'll balance out as the season goes on. But you mentioned uh, you know the the high stakes league that you uh, didn't go to according to plan for you this season yet again. But that is the uh, topic of discussion on today's podcast. We'll be talking a little bit later on as well about the fantasy 
Fantasyland podcast, but uh, with uh, the diary of the high stakes sophomore, uh, that there is the subject of today's show up on rotoviz.com. And unfortunately, this week's uh, this week's transcript is just that it hasn't worked out for a second year in a row. Yeah, it's funny. You said this was the Rotoviz highlight reel and showcasing articles, <laughs> but our article all year was just a series of lowlights. So maybe this can be the lowlight reel. Uh, yeah, we posted our uh, our final article today because the way the FFPC structure works, there's the end of the regular season for your 12 team division in week 11, and then there's a mini playoffs and then the big playoffs. But yeah, we now for the second year in a row have failed to even make it to the final four out of our 12 teams. So it was another uh, very maudlin, uh, sad dispatch up on Rotoviz this week. But obviously there's a lot of, you know, you mentioned you failed to make it into the top four out of those 12 teams, but, you know, it is high stakes and there's a lot, a lot of very sharp people involved in it. Uh, maybe we can go into some of the aspects that you, obviously a very, very well-advised fantasy player like yourself, but when you go into play against some of the guys in high stakes, is there anything that has really stood out as to maybe other people's preparation and things that you have kind of been able to maybe steal from them and add to your preparation? Yeah, you know, I, I think I'm still actually surprised how diverse the approaches are, even in the high stakes leagues. And, you know, you do have a lot of people, you know, you have people that have a portfolio of leagues and they play with a bunch of guys. And so they have all these teams and, and their set strategy. And then you'll have guys who are out there for just a lifestyle weekend. You know, we've we've talked with this father son duo on Fantasyland and they just grab whoever they want. They they wanted two quarterbacks in the first eight rounds. They took their defenses early. And you know what? Both years they've made the playoffs. He's been sending me messages and they went, you know, nine and two and are just crushing. So as we all know with fantasy, there's lots of different ways to skin a cat. But yeah, I'm actually in always surprised by the diversity of approaches you know you'll get the guys that are big film guys sure you'll get some some metric types but I will say you know Pat and I have been going zero RB and normally we're one of the few people doing that so either we're contrarian or stupid probably a little bit of both well I I can't call you stupid anyway I'm going to have to say you're contrarian because I'm a zero RB guy myself and this year has been a a trying year a testing year there's not a lot of zero RB candidates that have worked out for us uh, so far this season but there still is a couple of weeks left in most fantasy seasons but you mentioned as well the portfolios you know in particular if you're playing in particular best ball leagues prior to the start of the season you know there's people maybe playing I I actually was looking at MFL 10s and there's one guy played in over 850 leagues this year so that's just absolutely insane when you're looking at portfolios that was the most entered this year so uh, I'm in a lowly 25 but when you're in it you know I go on a, a week and it comes up the scores I haven't a clue who's in any of those teams uh, they're just all over the place I, the one thing I do know is uh, TJ Eldon and Giovanni Bernard are in pretty much all of them so you can tell how most of those teams are uh, doing at this point so is there anything else with the uh, the high stakes leagues that you find a little bit different or do you just think it's uh, much of the same just people a little bit more dialed in than uh, your average league I guess maybe it isn't because you mentioned the the father-son team just uh, having it the way they want to have it yeah no yeah yeah like I said a lot of the diversity from approaches uh it is you know, the, the way I found that people are much sharper on the waiver wire, you know, there are kickers and defenses in FFPC, which a lot of the leagues I'm in now have just kind of abandoned those. But so I've kind of, you know, lost the touch for how to do those. And there's definitely people in those leagues who have mastered kind of the art of, you know, kicker matchups. A lot of guys uh, do a really good job playing a week ahead for defenses 
I think one mistake we made this year because we were trying to hit on so many running back lottery tickets is we used up all our bench spots on, you know, handcuff RBs when maybe we should have been using those on two defenses. So you only have to spend a dollar on a defense in advance if you're looking a week ahead where we were always kind of having to spend 30, 35 bucks to get the better defensive matchup. So there's lots of little kind of things with the unique league settings that I think kind of determine your your approach. And then also just the way the league's set up, you know, Pat and I have always said, you know, we want to win the whole thing, the 250,000, which requires you to have a really high upside team for weeks 14 through 16. And we've kind of sacrificed some of the safety net and floor with some of our picks. You know, we took a Jordan Reed knowing, yeah, he could do what he did this year, which is not play a lot. But we all I always have in the back of my head, I think it was 2015, where him and, and Kirk Cousins won leagues in the playoffs. They had that stream from week 14 to 16 where they just went berserk. So I think the FFPC is cool and that kind of allows for a lot of strategy of do you want to just sneak your way into the playoffs or do you want to try to build a really volatile team that could fall flat on its face? Yeah, and I think as well it proves that in any league in general, you don't want to be the team that's five and five. You want to be the team that's either going nowhere. You want to be the team that's absolutely smashing it week in, week out. You want to, you don't want to just be there. Oh, my team had a, a nice floor and I really, I won five games. But you want to be a team that's smashing it every week that can actually go and win the championship at the end of it all. And the one thing I do know, I looked into it deeper. And that father and son team who've made the playoffs in the two years, I do know that they are Rotovis subscribers. And of course, you can also be a subscriber to Rotovis. Just to be honest, I have no idea if they're Rotovis subscribers. I, I don't think they are i really don't <laughs> the listeners should be a uh, of subscribers and if you haven't already you can subscribe now for 30 percent off it is available through the nfl podcast homepage that is rotoviz.com forward slash podcast your subscription will give you unlimited access to all of our nfl content and tools and best of all it helps support the pod so be sure and get that 30 percent discount now off your nfl pass at rotoviz.com forward slash podcast so looking back to rotoviz back on rotoviz.com and we have the apps and uh, you know i want to get all the guests on this show there apps that they like to use on a regular basis and there's certain ones i use and each guest has kind of had different ones and that's what gets me interested because then i go after the show and i start footering about on the app just to dive a little bit more into it but what are some of your favorite apps to use up on uh, rotaviz.com at the moment yeah, because I don't do a lot of the actual fantasy advice analytical writing at Rotoviz, I'm not always using, you know, the screeners and, um, you know, the split stuff, which I love consuming as a reader, but I don't use those for my own research. You know, the things I'm using are all from a player perspective. And I, I would always say if people don't realize, you know, the two that are my favorite are the buy low machine. I've been using that like crazy the past week as I'm trying to decide who do I want to target in trades because I have a bunch of trade deadlines coming up uh, Thursday. And then on top of that, it's the Dynasty ADP. And I know there's a lot of Dynasty ADP apps and stuff like that, but just the simplicity of it and the way you can kind of toggle the, the time frame to make sure you're either getting recent stuff. And so I'm always using that as just a gauge, a barometer, is this trade kind of in line? So those two, I, I, I go to those and I'm not exaggerating, at least right now, pretty much daily, uh, especially the buy low machine. Yeah, and the, the buy low that's so interesting, so easy to, to digest because it's pretty simple. It's like a traffic light system. Green means go, red means don't go there. So it just gives you a very, very simple uh, kind of calendar of all the teams and over the next three to four weeks what to expect from them and you mentioned buy low the other thing that that helps you do is sell high so there's both of those aspects to use it and you know these are tools i think the, the great thing about the tools on rotoviz is that it's not just if you're a dynasty player it's not just if you're a dfs player it's not just if you're a season-long player they, they pretty much uh, cover all as aspects 
Yeah, like you said, the buy low machine, it's super, I know some of those other apps might be a little more uh, intimidating for how to use, but like you said, the buy low machine is super intuitive and then you gives you, I also, you can toggle. So like I have some teams where I'm going to be in a buy and I'm only looking at week 15 and 16 for who can help me. Or I have other teams where I'm trying to make a push here over weeks 12 through, you know, 13 or 14. So you can really kind of adjust to your needs. And, you know, that's that kind of going back to the high stakes thing. That is one thing I've learned a lot through talking to Sean Siegel and other high stakes players that have a lot of success is how much they look at the schedule. I mean, and a lot of people say, you know, the NFL is so random, blah, blah, you don't know what happens, which is true, but there can be some real advantages by taking a look at the schedule and planning ahead. And I've seen a lot of smart people do that well. And uh, obviously playing in the FFPC leagues this year and uh, the two years, you mentioned missing the playoffs the things you've learned but how has that experience been in general maybe when you went in obviously uh, with the buy-in and so on and so forth behind with you and pat crane uh, and for people who don't know the other part of your team is pat crane and he is the obviously the host of uh, road of his radio the flagship show here on the network but with uh, that experience going in was it anyway intimidating was it enjoyable the whole way around i know i know you mentioned some people are in it just for the you know to get away for the weekend to head down to vegas or whatever what was your overall experience of playing in it yeah, it's a blast going out and doing the the draft live in, in Vegas. The FFPC does a great job putting on an event. It really does feel like a, an event, not just where you're going, you're making your picks and leaving. And, you know, last year we were really nervous. I remember Pat and I, we barely talked at all during our whole draft. We were just, you know, checking our sheets, making sure we didn't mess up and got our picks in. This year we were a lot more loose. We felt more comfortable. And it is fun, too, also from doing the Fantasylands interviews. We've met a lot of people there. So now there's just kind of this cast of characters it's like going to summer camp you know where you're meeting up with these old friends checking in on everybody's team so yeah I honestly can't recommend it enough it's such a fun time and in the way it's scheduled is you get there on Thursday which is when the opening night game is so you get to watch that you do your draft you know Friday Saturday and then everyone hangs around and watches the the first set of games on Sunday at the sports book so it is a pretty unbeatable weekend if you can swing it I definitely highly recommend it. Uh, one thing I'm going to ask you, following up on that, is uh, you know with the first game on Thursday night, obviously this year was Cream Hunt had the mas- ma- ma- massive game against. I couldn't even get the word out there. Massive game against the New England Patriots, and then of course you can draft the players who played on Thursday night and carry those points into Week One. Is that something that you find uh, you know hard to, uh, especially last year, to decipher how to, to evaluate that? Yeah, it's funny because especially with that game this year was the Chiefs Patriots. So it had a lot of, you know, primo fantasy guys that that were going to change their value. So, you know, I I remember at the time I, I thought it was crazy that people were taking Kareem Hunt 101. But, you know, the more I think back on it that burden the hand mantra, a lot of times that can be so true. So those teams are winning week one for sure. And then they got two other monster weeks out of Kareem Hunt. Obviously he's tailed off here. Uh, but to start that fast as, as someone whose teams in the FFPC who have started slow both years, I'm very envious of that, but yeah, it does add a very interesting wrinkle. I was normally more approaching it for who can I get for cheaper now that they didn't have uh, a game. And, And we ended up getting like a guy like Rex Burkhead. We got in the 13th or 14th round because he didn't have a monster fantasy point game, but you saw the way the Patriots were using him. They were lining him out wide and taking deep shots down the field. So it's fun if the fantasy points don't align necessarily with the usage, and then you can exploit that discrepancy with a discount. So yeah, it does add a different wrinkle uh, to the drafts. Yeah, and uh, I've got something for you now, obviously, because 
your team is out of the out of the championship here in the FFPC, so you can head on over to draft this week and uh, play. If you sign up using the code RV Radio, you'll get your first uh, game for free with that first deposit that you put in. It is pretty much how you draft with, uh, as we're talking about here, in redraft, and uh, you get your team, you set it up, and uh, it's pretty much set it and forget it after that point. It goes into best ball format, and it is a really enjoyable format in the snake draft. So do go check that out. It is playdraft.com. You also get the app in the app store, and it is just search draft, and uh, it'll pop up there very, very conveniently. That code again, RV Radio, and uh, of course it is with your first deposit. So head on over there this week and uh, make yourself some uh, cash. Maybe you're listening to this pre-Thanksgiving. Have some fun in those Thanksgiving games, win some money. So that's going to be an interesting one. You mentioned there Rex Burkhead as well. And, you know, I, I had him in a lot of DFS this last week and it didn't really work out for me. I had that fumble. But if you look at even his usage after that, uh, Bill Belichick's known for just cutting out of the game plan. But they kept him in the game plan, had the opportunity. So I think he's somebody that I'm going to be back in again in, in my DFS lineups this week again. So get him uh, in your draft lineup this week. So as we move on uh, towards uh, the midpoint of the show here and we're looking uh, at the upcoming kind of fantasy land stuff, fantasy land is a podcast that I really enjoyed. And this just came into my head as we talk now. And uh, I, I, I went. I went to Australia for one year, and the last uh, month of that, I spent in New Zealand. And I remember listening to the episode that you done uh, with Roto World. I remember listening to that there in, in New Zealand as I walked around through a, a, a park. And uh, it's amazing how things come together. But it just popped into my head at this moment. So it was a fantastic episode with like Greg Rosenthal, Evan Silva, and so on. And it, uh, it's just been a fantastic series. And I know maybe some people haven't checked it out yet. It is one of those evergreen series. I have to recommend you go and check it out. But you are uh, you are part of the great team putting that together i guess i'll let you have the floor explain what fantasy land is to the listeners who may not have heard it yet yeah i know we haven't unfortunately had an episode out since uh august so uh, yeah we've, we've definitely probably fallen off the radar a little bit but yeah it's you know it's kind of an npr style radio lab style deep dive podcast about any kind of interesting topic and story within the realm of fantasy football and you know we're always looking for good stories there's there's so many of them out there and obviously there's so much fantasy advice and and stats and and so many people do that well so we're just trying to do as you said more evergreen stories that maybe people who aren't you know on fantasy twitter all day like us but are more casual sports fans or casual fantasy fans that they would uh, relate to and and find interesting. So yeah, I'll give my my normal plug. If you if you have a really good fantasy story or something you think would be entertaining or an experience you've had, some of our best episodes have just come from people sending us emails and saying, hey, I think you guys might find this interesting. So feel free to shoot me a tweet or send us a an email at fantasylampod at gmail.com if, if something comes to mind. Yeah, and I've really, really, as I mentioned, enjoyed the series. The Roto World one was uh, probably my favorite of the of the bunch. But uh, you actually had an episode as well where you featured uh, the Antrim Jets, an Irish uh, American football team, which isn't too far away from where where I'm from. So that was an interesting episode for me as well as as the game grows here and uh, in, in Ireland. So as we uh, move forward, then of course, uh, I guess I got to ask you, what's your uh, your old buddy been up to? What's man's been up to? Has he been has he been crushing it? Oh man, man's is uh, he's having? Do you? I mean. I feel is like it, this, I, this is, is finally the time I someone asked me on a pod and not man's, but I'm sure if do, do you want him on? I'm sure I could I could get I if, if he's around you can get him on. Okay, all right. He's always stealing my limelight. Let me see if he man's are you around? All right, okay. Yo, what's up, dudes? Call him, dude. I love your Irish accent. Dude. That's super cute. <laughs> it's it's cute. It's very cute, though. It's very adorable. You don't sound like anybody I know. You sound very over the pond to me, bro. 
So uh, obviously for the listeners, uh, we are being joined now by a very prestigious guest. It is Pete Manzolini, and you'll know how, or Manzanelli rather. Sorry, Pete, uh, forget that one wrong. But obviously uh, he's been uh, crushing it over the season. Uh, h- how much money have you won this season, my man? It's all. It's honestly hard to count. I've actually had to hire a DFS accountant just to kind of handle, um, you know, all of my winnings. But I famously finished thirtieth in the Millie Maker a few weeks ago. Uh, you know, I don't play much cash though. That's just a little too boring to me. I'm just trying to uh, to bank the Millie, and uh, yeah, I've, I've been crushing it, dude. So obviously, as well, uh, you've you've a world famous uh, Twitter or YouTube account that you've been firing up videos each and every week. Uh, how successful has that been over the last uh, eleven weeks of the season? Oh yeah, dude! I got the I got this weekly DFS show. It's called Man's Maker. Uh, I bring on you know some of the top performers in the world of DFS, and they ask me questions about how they can be like me. And I also ask them questions about their research. We talk about some top plays, some top top stacks. And yeah, dude, it's been a it's been a fun time this year. We've had some great guests on. I'm gonna have a a very special man's giving slash thanksgiving uh video coming out soon uh either tomorrow or the day after so keep an eye out for that dude but yeah i'm in the i'm in the twitter streets i'm in the youtube streets just crushing everything man you mentioned as well the the millie maker i actually watched that that sweat video you had up you you called it a sweat i don't actually were you nervous was there a sweat was there did your heartbeat get raised at any moment or were you just calm and collected well, so here was the thing, dude. I kind of made a fatal, fatal error, and I blame my producer for this. But uh, you know, we were in the office, and we didn't have a TV set up in here, so I was having to sweat what people were telling me was happening in the chat. So that was actually the most stressful thing was not actually getting to see what was happening with my own eyes. But sometimes my fans just want to see me, and I had to make that kind of sacrifice, you know. And obviously, the problem there was with your producer, Peter Overset. Yeah, dude, he's he's been awful. I don't know if you saw the most recent Man's Maker. He threw me under the bus. He ran a hit piece about how I haven't been doing well in the in the DraftKings GPP I host every week. And yeah, times are tough with uh, with our relationship right now. But I think we're going to get things on the back track. He knows he's going to get fired if he screws up again. So uh, obviously you mentioned there a moment ago as well, uh, you know, the stacks that you'd like to feature uh, on the show. But I guess another way you can make some stacks is uh, with my bookie. And of course, over the uh, NFL season, they've been a, a sponsor here of uh, our podcast network. But they are the bookie that I like to use while placing my wagers. Uh, I've had a nice little bit of success this season and uh, that has been all coming through my bookie. Of course, when you sign up uh, for an account with them, make that first deposit. They will match your deposit with a uh, 50% bonus, and uh, that's all you have to do. Slot that money into your account, and they will bonus it up with a 50% bonus. All you have to do is the code Roto Radio while signing up, and uh, that just uh, will automatically be added into your account. So, mybookie.ag is the website, and of course, it is the way to be making stacks as we head into the Thanksgiving week and into the weekend. Uh, I know you're uh, well used to making stacks. That's right, dude. That's right. Yeah, this Thanksgiving one, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting excited for it. We're going, we're going back to the well. We're going to get the bad taste of week eleven out of our mouth, and uh, those stacks and that cranberry sauce and and stuffing is going to taste real good going down together. Is uh, Peter still there, or has he left the building? Oh yeah, dude. I can, I can get that chump over here. Sorry about that, Colin. That's always an issue. No problem. Uh, he wasn't too bad. He kind of he kept it under wraps today. So he did have a few words about your uh, production skills on the on the YouTube channel, but I don't know if we can do anything about that. 
Yeah, no, and he wants a flat screen in the office. Uh, and, a, you know, if he was better at DFS, like he says he would, you'd think he could just afford a, a one. But, yeah, I'm not going to get into that. Things are already a little tense between us. But, yeah, I'm sure he appreciates you having him on here. So as uh, as we get into wrapping up the show, is there anything else? Obviously, the, the sophomore series is uh, coming to an end for the season, but is there anything else that we're going to see up on Road of His Radio from from yourself or anything to, to look forward to as the, the season goes on here? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're always, like I said, taking ideas for episodes. We have started um, production on a couple of episodes. You know, they, they take forever, so I don't, I don't want to, you know, promise something coming out sooner than later. But uh, I wa- we, uh, Pat and I went to Nashville uh, this past weekend. Uh, Roto Grinders and Draft, who we, uh, we plugged earlier, had a live final. And Pat and I went down there, interviewed a bunch of people, talked to uh, the winners. And, and so we should have an episode about that live final experience uh, sometime in the future, which will be cool. And uh, obviously, uh, that there is pretty much going to do it for today's episode of the show. This is the Road of His Highlight Read, brought to you by Draft, and as I mentioned, mybookie.ag. My name's Colin Kelly. You can find me on Twitter at Overtime Ireland. My guest today is rotoviz.com writer and Fantasyland guru, Mr. Peter Overzet. You can follow him on Twitter at Peter Overzet. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Road of His Highlight Read. Please rate and review the Road of His Radio podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. You can contact us via email at roadofhisradio at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at roadofhisradio. And remember, you can always support the pod by subscribing to Road of His at a 30% discount to the Road of His Radio homepage, roadofhis.com forward slash podcast. Geico presents yet another voicemail from your roommate. About the kitchen. Turns out when there's a grease fire, you're not supposed to throw water on it. <laughs> Who would have known, right? Anyways, the fire department is here and it's totally cool. Give me a call back when you get a chance. The Geico Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected. Like if danger is your roommate's middle name. Visit Geico.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance. Geico presents Yikes! Another voicemail from your roommate. Sup, roomie? Hey, a pipe burst in the basement. It's completely flooded. Anyway, I called for someone to fix it, but in the meantime, I was thinking we could finally have that indoor pool party we've always wanted. I got some cool swan floaty things already going. Could you pick up some chips on your way home? Later. The Geico Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected. Like if your roommate isn't the brightest pool float in the flooded basement. Visit Geico.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance. Sugar Ray Leonard. Roberto Duran. Marvelous Marvin Hagler and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire.
No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.